Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is Saturday night. We got the Roto Slappers live. We got a special guest. You know him very well. He's only been on uh, the Bloodline Network all day so far, which is where you're going to find Roto Slappers exclusively moving forward, by the way. Ah, my special guest tonight, Tim, the, only, the one and only Tim King. How are you feeling, buddy? Are you tired? Are you alive? Are you breathing? Are you okay? Do you have a pulse? Bro, first and foremost, first and foremost, I'm fine. Don't ever worry about me. I'm good. I can do this 24 hours a day, all day. I'm good. (laughs) I am so very humbled and proud to be a guest on your show. I am so very proud of you for where you have taken the show Roto Slappers that we were doing and just fucking driven it into the next level, doing your thing with Big Texas Blake Kendrick to the point where the boys said, streets, no, 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 no. Roto Slappers will no longer be on the Tim King show. It'll be exclusively on the Bloodline Entertainment Network, which it will be going forward very, very soon. We're transitioning. So those of you who are listening on the Tim King show, come on over, baby. And streets be playing all the videos on Twitter all the time, getting you to seductively come on over baby come on over to the bloodline entertainment network from the tim king show god so weird to say right no that's my goal for everything tk driven to be all on the ben going forward the streets i'm so proud of you bro you're fucking slaying it nailing it dude great work bro great work i appreciate it thank you very much uh good job today thank you i don't know what new japan i don't know anything about new japan no clue couldn't tell you a damn thing about it dude but uh you guys did a good job with that. Tuned in for a little while, and then I was able to. Obviously, we did a transition, like we're like a radio station. We actually did a transition from the Tim King show to Roto Slappers. If you if you caught the end of the last feed, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, that was super cool. I've always wanted to do something like that. That would that would be dope. It would have been cooler if we just like went into this, but you know, eventually that's the goal. We'll be on a Roku. We'll be on a radio station. We'll be doing something one day, much bigger than what we're doing now. But hey, you got to start hey. somewhere, right? Yo, I say every episode, Faction Cast, KPG, always in the house. Ah, always up, says my dude. Oh. What up? Um, Facebook what user. Up? I don't know who's here. Last time it was Keith from Thank the you, Universal man. Wrestling Podcast. If it is Keith, oh, I, see I will say hello. If it's not Keith, hello. Thank you for tuning in anyway. And Devin, our tribal okay, chief. For your ones you know what? Up. It's Saturday night, by the way. And... So I'm finally, finally getting to indulge into a little adult beverage since it's Saturday night. We're going to get loose. So I'm going to, I'm going to cheers you, Devin, on this one too, with the one. What are you drinking tonight, Tim? I got Captain Morgan in my glass like most <laughs> nights. If you don't see Estella in front of me, odds are I got Captain Morgan in my glass. But Tonight, you know, I'm going to shout them out. Um, my favorite brewery by far in the entire world. They're local. Um, started small. Now they got an actual like brew pub in Lincoln Park, Chicago. But if you can see it, Hot Butcher, they're my go-to. Cool. Shout out to Hot Butcher. So that was my beer choice for tonight on Saturday Night Show. Thank you. Okay. Dig it. Dig it. Maybe it's a potential sponsorship down the road or something. You know, that's why I started throwing it in there. Man, maybe, yeah, you never know. Okay. Make a phone call, send an email. How you do? How you do? All right. All right. But yeah, so we're here. What are we here for? Football. We're back. We're back to the big dog after 
a very fun first base episode last week. We are here to redraft 2020, 2021, and 2023 rookies. That is what we're going to do right now. We are in dynasty. We're in rookie season, really, for dynasty leagues. Uh, the hype is everywhere. If you're on Twitter, obviously you know this already. You've seen, everybody's talking about it. Um, B. John Robinson is the next Barry Sanders. If you go on Twitter at this point, uh, <laughs> Anthony Richardson is basically the greatest quarterback of all time. If you go on Twitter right now, so yeah, we he are is. full swing. We it's it is full dynasty swing. So, uh, ooh, you know what? Zombie dust. So uh, I'm gonna show this real quick. So I love three Floyds. So zombie dust is a really really good one. Also, shout out to three Floyds on that one. Also, no doubt about it. Oh, there we go. We got a good one here. Dynasty Double Deuce founder here. What's up, Streets? First time seeing your face. I know that's got to be our dude, Zach Grayson. Big props to Zach Grayson. Hey, while you're here, Zach, I kicked your fucking ass in our championship (laughs) game. The real world's champion, not the fake one. No, Zach's the man, dude. Um, We play in this Empire League. Um, he is so fucking cool for even br- graciously bringing me into his league. I got to bring Streets in with me. It was awesome. Well, I got to bring Streets in with me after Zach was back-to-back champions and shut the previous league down, something I hope to do with this league. I doubt I'm going to do it my again. rosters. Well, he's good. almost halfway there. But I'm halfway, halfway there. Um, I was playing Zach in the championship game. DeMar Hamlin happened. I was up 32 against Joe Burrow. You know, we all know what happened. Points didn't count. It is what it is. Zach, I love you, man. Seriously, thanks for bringing me in the league, and thanks for being here, dude. <laughs> Instead of Saturday, it's a it is a Tim Saturday. Ah, that's funny. Sat Tim's day. Sat Tim's day. I was just gonna say instead of Saturday, it's Tim's day. Is really what we could call it at this point. But <laughs> it's been a busy one. <laughs> awesome, Tom. nice job so far, guys. Thank you. But yeah, so what we're gonna do? Basis of the show is have some fun. Number one, that's kind of what we're. Number one goal here, we're going to talk about all – there were some really good rookies the last three years, especially we're going to do this super flex style, but um, a load of – a lot of – the wide receiver crop the last three years is pretty loaded. Uh, there's some there's some really good high-end ones there. Decent running backs, obviously quarterbacks. But without further ado, I say we just get this started because I don't know how long it's going to take, to be honest with you. Um, hopefully we try to keep this – limited because we do want to get into 2023 rookies a little bit after that point so let's do it what do you say Tim? you want to kick it yeah, off and we have, something, and we have and, oh yeah my bad i was gonna say and we got something i really want to talk about afterwards too that uh I've, I've been honing my excitement this whole time because we had a big show tuesday but i know i might let the cat out of the bag in a little bit but yes i'll be right i got first pick you're giving me first pick you're the guest you get first pick all right, cool. So, again, just to repeat, we're doing this super flex style. If you're not familiar, that means you can play a quarterback at a flex position, right? So, right. we're doing it super flex style. So, in case you're wondering why quarterbacks are so high on our list, that's why. And, yes, yeah, Streets, bro, look at this list, dude. Burrow, Herbert, Hurts, Fields, T-Law, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Jonathan Taylor, C.D. Lamb, Amon Rossi Brown, Jalen Waddle, T. Higgins. I mean, bro. Just nasty, nasty, nasty. That's just spitting hypothetically at round one. So, yeah, I'm glad. I'm stop there, and we're we're not going to even. So that column E right there that you have, um, maybe a couple guys, but 
when I'm reading it right now. Yeah, we're not gonna. We're only doing three rounds at, at this point. We're saying three rounds right now. We'll see how two rounds, even how long that even takes us to do. But Let's do that. yeah, some of those guys yeah. we are not gonna talk about on this damn podcast. Hey, bro, no, no. I just went ahead and and I put out their options for players available. I put about sixty guys out there. If you want me to go out and clear a column, I'll clear a column. Yeah, you're right. We're doing twelve teams, three rounds, thirty six total players. We're gonna alternate picks. So I got the first pick. So I'm going to go ahead. And when you're looking at this, you got Joe Burrow. You got Justin Herbert. You got Howdy Jalen Hurts. Facebook user. Bro, what's <laughs> up? What's up? Always appreciate the, the people tuning in, man, so much. But you got Burrow, Herbert, Hurts, T-Law in, at quarterback, right? Or the guy I'm going to take at quarterback, number one pick overall, QB1 of Chicago. He's going to oh, lead us to a fucking Super oh, Bowl. Justin fucking I'm just kidding, dude. As much as I love QB1, Leave I ain't fucking going to QB1. Anyone watching this, this show would have immediately just closed their tab right now. They would have been like, yep, I'm done. No, 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 no. I would have just walked Since off you, set. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> I wouldn't have blamed you. I'd have been like, yeah, get out of here, dude. No. At this pick, you you should go quarterback. You could go best running back in, in Jonathan Taylor. You could go best wide receiver, and you can go JJ or Jamar Chase. Really, it's a coin flip between the two of them for sure. But at the end of the day, we're doing super flex, which means I'm taking all the points, all the points that I can get, and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take Joe Burrow, number one pick in the 2020 rookie redraft. 2020s rookie redraft. Yeah, he – look, we could get into stats for Joe Burrow, but there's zero reason to do so. I, we, we've we all seen it. The eye test alone. Like, Joe Burrow versus Patrick Mahomes is probably going to be Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady for quite a long time at this point. No disrespect to Josh Allen. Um, he's just he's just that third fiddle. And in great in fantasy football, but in real life, I, he's just – he's under both of them. There's no doubt about that. They, they both have the that it factor, and they both um, – but, yeah, so Joe Burrow also puts up the monster numbers now in fantasy, and it's probably going to continue. So, yeah, I can't disagree with you. Joe Burrow is, a, is a, uh, the obvious pick probably for pick one, although I did have another guy that I battled with on that first pick, and he's obviously going to go pick two then in this one, so I'll go right into it. And I'm not going to take a quarterback there then. I'm actually going to take Justin Jefferson with pick two in that one. I get it. It's super flex. The one thing you know about me, though, is I don't force the quarterback. I just, it's not something I'm ever going to do. Like, I'm okay. Like, I know somewhere down the line at QB2, I'll, there's going to be a Geno Smith. Or so, there's something later that I'll find that's just usable at quarterback two. So I don't, I hate forcing quarterback one. And then I get the dynasty aspect of it where you get the quarterback for a long time, blah, 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 blah. And it's a 10 year thing. But um, it's still some, not something that I – it's just me personally won't do. So, yes, I'm going to take Justin Jefferson with pick – first pick for, I guess, slot two. Look, Justin Jefferson, let's look at his – he's 23 years old. His three finishes in his first three seasons are wide receiver six, wide receiver four, wide receiver one. This guy is a monster, right? Three times over 1,400 yards. In three seasons, 48 
uh, over 4,800, well, 4,825, so just over 4,800 yards, which is the most in the first three years for any wide receiver ever, wide receiver ever, which is over Randy Moss and Odell Beckham Jr. Um, good Lord. Like, he's off to the greatest start to any wide receiver in the history of the NFL. So he is a dog. And, yes, that's who I'm taking with my first pick and at pick two here. That's fair. And tell me, I mean, I think you just told me what those stats. I think you just told me what those stats. Why? But why specifically him over Chase? Uh, I the Chase thing is he's going to go in here in a little bit, right? There's no probably no doubt about that. He's coming up shortly, and he does have uh, Joe Burrow, who was just chosen one, which is a a great thing. And we haven't seen Jamar Chase's best season yet ever, which we will talk about in a little bit. But I man. Cousins is going to stay in Minnesota. There's probably no doubt about that. And it's an historic start for Justin Jefferson at this point, which I think he's going to end up staying there too. Like when you get the ball in his hands also, you ever watch Justin? He is a monster in uh, yards after catch too. Like he's just special. Some guys are just special, right? You watch every aspect of them and they just are. And good Lord, he's been that good. He's electric. Yep. No, he's electric. He deserves to be that spot for sure. Uh, before we keep going, before I make my next pick, Nick, Universal Wrestling shout out, uh, Podcast. Uh, big shout out to my boy, dude, tag team partner. Love you, bro. Thanks for everything you do. Football's the spreadsheets. Tim's in heaven. You're fucking damn right on in heaven, dude. Love football. Love the spreadsheets. Love fantasy football. Drafts. Drafts. Football. Spreadsheets. Come on, baby. Uh, bro, so you got to talk to us about the Bears trade. That's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. Uh, we'll talk about that a little later at the end of the show um, before we talk about do, deep dive onto that on Tuesday. Facebook user, Big Texas. There we go. Streets co-host every Wednesday night on the Roto Slappers. Definitely thank you, Blake. So, Blake, in and- my boy BK, Devin, just so you know, what? it just says Facebook user when you post on this thing right now, so I have no idea that it's you. Sorry. <laughs> Could have gave me a little warning maybe in a private chat like, hey. Blake could have came on here with us tonight, dude. Uh, he could have. He he definitely could have. But it's just the two of us, and I'm back on the clock, dude. And, hey, as a guy who loves quarterbacks, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take another quarterback. And I might surprise you with this one. But Jalen Hurts is that dude, man. I know you're a huge Justin Herbert guy. But if I'm doing a dynasty startup right now, like we're doing and we're redrafting, I want a guy who's going to get the rushing yards. I want a guy who's going to get the passing yards. He's got wide receiver one. He's got wide receiver two. He's got tight end one. And he gets first down after first down after first down after first down. I watched him against Green Bay get 100 rushing yards on like eight fucking rushes in the first quarter. Insanity, dude. This kid is great. He's going to push it forward with his legs. Great arm. Give me Jalen Hurts. Pick three. <laughs> yeah, I can't hate on that. Look, there's – I probably would have taken it. You're right. There's no doubt about it. You know me very well. You know me too well, I think. At times, you probably know me a little too – like, we probably know each other's tendencies too much to even do a draft with each other. That's even fair, so that's why I'm glad this is just for fun because <laughs> you and I next to each other in a draft is always no good. I know what you're going to do. You know what I'm going to do. And, yes, I wouldn't have taken hers, but I can't hate on it. Look. 700 yards rushing two years in a row. Um, 6'1, 200 and something pounds. Does he hold up rushing all that? Like, it's great now. And I think obviously I'd take him in the top 10 still. I'm not going to nitpicking and 
Jalen Hurts here, but um, I'm going to have to shift a little bit from the seven, like down a little bit more into a passing attack, which I think he can do. Um, but this is, that's the only reason why I would probably take the guy that I'm going to take next over Jalen Hurts, and I'm going to take Justin Herbert then. I thought so. Yeah. yeah. There's an, um, like he was QB9, QB2. And then last year had the back issues, still finished QB eleven. So he was he's been a QB one for three straight years now. And I think the back issues really played a big factor into his season. Uh kind of suffered it a little early, played through it the rest of the year. We saw um, like a almost 180 the thing about 180 yards less in rushing than he did. Uh, the year before we saw 300 yards rushing, and I think he's probably gonna get back up there. The wide receivers worry me a little bit, but I think Herbert's a much better quarterback than people think. I think I think right now, um, I mean, you're probably the value of him in most of our leagues. You're not going to trick anybody. There's no doubt. So you're not getting him cheap. But I think he's going to return to top five super flex pick by the end of next season. I told you, you just had a great you just right? had a great trade for him. <clears throat> you just traded Patrick Mahomes and AJ Dillon, I guess. But you got Herbert and Eckler back. I thought that was tremendous value. That's for the you real guys. stack, right? That's the wide receiver stack you want. Justin right. No shit. So, yes, no I do like Herbert. Uh, maybe I'm just a Herbert stan, and maybe I'm dead wrong on this. But I, I, I see the, the tools are there. The traits are there. I do think the back affected him last year, and I think we get back. They need to get Keenan Allen. I don't know if he's going to return or not. Um, they need somebody other than Mike Williams to play wide receiver there. Which I think they'll they'll figure that out though. But well, I can tell you if I wasn't gonna pick Jalen Hurts, I would have taken Justin Herbert. Like it was a fun, I wouldn't have cared if I had picked four, whatever. It, I, it is what it is, dude. I'm taking one of those guys. Since you took JJ and gave me the option of one of my quarterbacks, um, before I make my pick, Dom Bloodline family, dude. What's, what's up, up Bloodline brothers? Uh, Philly guy Hurts is a tremendous pick in his book, helping win a couple of fantasy championships. Yeah, man. I'm sure um, he is, Mister Philly. Yeah. Yeah, right, for sure. Here's, I'm sure you're going to like another guy on this, too. I'm pick five right here, right? So I got – I can take T-Law. I can take Justin Fields. I can go Jamar Chase. I can go JT. I'm doing this if I actually had the pick in a Superflex startup dynasty league. Who am I taking? And no bullshit right here. The right pick might be T-Law, but I'm going to take Justin Fields. Solely for his legs, and you can fucking hey, 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 on me all you want, but at the end of the day, right here, Fields and T Law are very, very close. I think they're gonna they're gonna be going down the line as top five quarterback, top like eight quarterbacks because you got Allen, Mahomes, Burrow, Herbert, Lamar. So you, these guys are gonna be in that top eight range, consistently feuding it out with each other. But I think that Fields has more upside with his legs, barring health, of course. And we just gave him a weapon, DJ Moore. We might get him another weapon, JSN. We're gonna get the offensive line in shape. Give me Justin Fields, pick five, and yeah, Homer pick for sure, no doubt. You're gonna win T Law, Jamar Chase, but. He rushed for yards, That's right? it. That's it. He went. He rushed for 1,100 yards. Obviously, he's going to have to throw for more, and he can't run for 1,100 yards every season. But 
for a guy who wasn't even a running quarterback technically coming in, he showed you he's very special with his legs. So he is going to run a little bit. The passing game should definitely go up. It's hard to use any stat right now for Justin Fields um, while doing this because we're just – that is a projection pick, right? Obviously, he should improve as that team improves. He was hung to dry. I don't. A lot of people might not watch Bears games play-by-play play week after week. Um, but they box scored, right? Is that what they do, basically? Yeah, that's, that's, all, that's all they do is box yeah. score. No, and so, then they listen to the analysts. The analysts who get paid to watch film, box score. They, they <laughs> box score. And then they go on and tell people about their box scoring. And then people believe it. Fucking idiots. Yeah, yeah. Like, that team was bad. That was real bad. And it kind of left him just to die is basically what is what it all boiled down to a season ago. So, yeah, there's no doubt he's going to get better. And I do think they're going to – they should take JSN because Mooney's – you got to negotiate an extension now with him. Not going to happen. Claypool, we'll see. Probably not going to do it with him either. So, you could end up with just DJ Moore at the end of this season. So, yeah, I think you go get JSN. Then you have Moore, JSN. Maybe you keep one of Claypool or Mooney if you can work something out as your wide receiver three, which is fantastic. So, yeah. Um, there we go. I guess I'll go. I'm going to take my next. My next pick's pretty simple then because you left it up. You took. It was going to be one of two guys. You took the one guy. So I'm going to take Trevor Lawrence. Uh, and we might as well just jot that in right there. Which I do believe, yeah, both at some point are probably top five quarterbacks, along with Justin Herbert. I should throw that in there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Doug. Dougie P, baby. Doug Peterson was a blessing for Trevor Lawrence, I think. That was a great head coach hire. Um, Going to do wonders there for him. Obviously, now you got Kelvin Ridley back. Whew. So you got Christian Kirk, Kelvin Ridley. Uh, they franchise tag Evan Ingram. He's back. Travis Etienne. Um, he'll be probably part of this a little later. But, uh, yeah, they got some weapons there. That's a good offense, right? They're saying Dave Jones, wide receiver three. Dave Jones is the guy. <laughs> That's yeah. a pretty good wide receiver three. So, yeah, no, I think Trevor Lawrence definitely going to take that another step to there's a little bit more game in him. So, I take him in next. Again, I do agree. I, we can't see the Facebook posts, but I agree with whoever said that. That was a homer pick. T Law probably should have went above field. But again, if I were actually doing this in this draft right here, like if I had 50 bucks in a new draft right here, I'd take fields right here. I'm taking guys as if I'd actually take them. I would take fields in this spot 110%. And if you know me, you know I would take fields in this spot. I love fields. I think he's going to be fucking great down the road. Great. Like, he ain't even seen the precipitous of Justin Fields yet. And Dream when you're team, looking at you know, we're more like the sports cuddles team, probably, sadly, too much, but we'll take that. Us too? Yeah. Yeah. That's. <laughs> <laughs> that's an old school conversation right there yeah. for another day. But when you're looking at this list, this is really easy. You got Jamar Chase, but Jonathan Taylor, CD Lamb, Amon Rod, Jalen Waddell, T. Higgins left. I mean, th- this is this is as easy as easy gets, dude. It's Jamar Chase with picks up in, and I don't really think I need to explain myself or the people who are left. You could probably go if you want to go the best running back on the board, JT, but Jamar Chase is a fucking dog. You take the dog. It's Jamar Chase here. Yeah, I agree. I love Jamar Chase. Um, I battled myself. The guy who hate, who hates that won't force a quarterback 
that's why I battled myself with Jamar Chase over Trevor Lawrence at that pick. He is an absolute stud. Missed three games last year. Look, he finished wide receiver five as a rookie. Twelve last year. Missed three. He missed three games though last year. Um, but he was first in expected fantasy points per game. So the 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 best season for Jamar Chase has not happened yet. You haven't seen it. It's it will happen, especially with Joe Burrow. Um, and it it is going to be a glorious thing when you finally get it. So yeah, I do love Jamar Chase. That is a another dog, right there. Dog, baby. Dog. <laughs> Streets. Pick eight. Pick eight of the first round. Who do you I got, know. man? We're kind of cooking here. I'm actually kind of impressed right now that we're uh I'm not surprised by any means. This is the easy part, usually, right? I don't know. Eh, I guess you could say that. I'm actually I'm actually I'm gonna go in this one. It's wild. I'm gonna take Jonathan Taylor. That's gonna be yeah. the next pick. So, yeah, it's my BP. I battled. Sure. There was a, I had a wide receiver there that I was close with, but Taylor's only he's 24 years old, finished RB sixth and RB one. Then last year had the ankle injury early, came back. I think he played through it. It looked like he did. He was not himself. Re-injured it again. Sat out a little bit, but uh, finished as running back 36. But he was he's still in that mess of an indie team that hired Jeff Saturday. I don't know what was going on in any, it was just that was a circus last year in Indianapolis. But he he still had fourteen point nine expected fantasy points per game. So I love Jonathan Taylor. I think uh, I think yeah. that team should stable out a little bit this year. Um, rookie quarterback. I mean, it doesn't mean they're going to have a great offense, but they're going to feed him. That's no doubt. If he's healthy, should be a nice bounce back here. But either way, we're redrafting what they've done, and he gave you an RB six and an RB one season. So. There you go. No, he's definitely the running back one here, and that was a great pick. And I feel you who you be between, and that's the guy that I'm going to take now. He had his best year as a pro last year. C.D. Lamb, he's by far and away the number one target on that team, and I know we saw free agency in the draft to come. What's going on? Are you seeing, are you, do you see my list? Are we sharing the same what? list? No, I don't. I don't see anything. But you know, I, yo, I I play the game. You play the game. We know the game. It's yeah. it's CD Lamb, man. It's it's that's it. He's the only choice here. You can yeah. argue other wide receivers. You can argue Amon Ra or, or Waddler. Mm. Ah. Ah, that's really it, really, man. That's really it. It's CD Lamb. That's all. And there's really nothing. It's it's literally right here. CD Lamb to me is the easy. In this class that we're looking at, easy wide receiver three, like without a shadow of a doubt. Like it's JJ and Chase, and then it's Lamb on a small tier below them, and then we'll start going after that. Yeah, that see this draft pick right there. That's good. That CD Lamb is the guy. Last year, fourth in targets, 156 targets. We knew it was coming. He's going to be that guy. Um, Dax Delaire for now. <laughs> All right, so Kellen Moore. Is gone. That slight worry, a little bit more in a maybe. Re, uh, who took over Schottenheimer? They're gonna. Uh, God. So yeah, maybe a slight downgrade from those two, um, but overall still a fantasy stud. Yeah, I don't know what all the Kellen Moore hate is. I have no idea why I keep reading so much of that. Like he was so bad. Like I think the Chargers are gonna actually get better under him. Dallas offense is going to yeah. be worse. So it's kind of funny how that's going to work. 
I don't know that Dallas's yeah. offense is worse, but I do think the Chargers' offense will get better with Herbert's health, with wide receivers' health. They restructured Keenan Allen and um, and Mike Williams' deals, I believe. So Look, that offense is going. Are you sure better. though? Here's the thing. I don't want to hear about the play calling aspect. I guess it's it, it does make a point, but still, like Kellamore, Dallas offense, top ten every year he was there. Top ten. Top ten offense every single year he was there. Mike McCarthy leaves Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers wins two MVPs. Looked like shit with Mike McCarthy there until Mike McCarthy had to get fired out. Like, I don't know if Mike uh, are we sure? You sure Dallas offense not going to take a little hit here and go downgrade a little I bit? I don't know. It, it, it might. It depends who they bring in. You know, you got to see what they bring in. They have no wide receiver, too. They got to bring Dalton Schultz back. They just tag Pollard. Or they just take Pollard. Who knows what's going on with Zeke? Obviously, he'll be there. But health is everything. You know, he's getting banged up in the, over the years. So. I get it. But, yeah, I don't know. I just a little worried. I, I still take him here. Um, and in Dynasty, of course, and in a redraft, there's no doubt about it. But I had to bring it up. I'm sure we're going to deep dive into Mike McCarthy and the Dallas offense as we get cooking this summer kind of goes here, Soon, especially as we warm up for redraft season. But, uh, yeah, so Take why time. actually – oh, man, this Take is a tough one. Uh, so this one's tough. I kind of battle. Is. There's there's two guys here that I really absolutely like. Um, I think there's a more obvious one. <sighs> I'm kind of. I'm actually gonna. I'm gonna go Amon Ross St. Brown. Yep. I'm gonna take. I know who you think I might have taken on this one, but I'm gonna take St. Brown on this one. I like the Amon Ra pick right here, dude. I do. I do. Um... There's a couple of guys for sure, but I like I like the Amon Ross St. Brown here. I do. Why do you take him over other guys without giving other guys away? Well, I mean, I might have to give the other guy away in order to do this. Jay, it would have been Jalen Waddle would have been the other one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I think Amon Ross is going to be more of a target hog. And I know a lot of people, like Jamison Williams could get better. Um but there's still plenty to go around. Like if Jamison Williams assumes that two role and he just takes what Shark and the other guys took as the two role, there's no, I don't see a real big dip in targets for Amon St. Brown. Um, right. Whereas Jalen Waddle, probably a little less volume, but probably more fantasy points per uh, route run. It's just, I think. A little bit more out of a monitor, I see. Healthier load, maybe. I don't, yeah. It's neck and neck. Yeah. It's really it is neck and neck for me. I feel you. I feel you. I mean, you made my decision easy. Obviously, I put this kind of master list together. It's not like my basis of my actual order by any means. I just put it together. So clearly, you can kind of see how I feel about these players and. Uh, well, I'm on raw wins, so I kind of knew you were going to be talking about Waddle. So that's why I wanted you to go there, and I will be taking Jalen Waddle right here. Yeah, I mean, what, another what a start for him. Wide receiver 13 rookie year, wide receiver 8 last year. Right. And you're playing spot, opposite. You're right. You play opposite Tyree Kill. If you have two back, back there, 
quick slants, fly routes, get the ball in the backfield and just fucking run. That kid fucking can do it all, dude. He is electric. And by the way, I see here, I believe the Chargers will get better. I, so do I with more. Oh, I, he's going to adapt. I, I think Justin Herbert's a much better quarterback. A race last year. We, we tend to be very – I think we live in a recency bias world, right? It's recency. It's what are we watching at the time that we're watching it. And my brain tends to work in like a predictive type manner. It's not what I'm seeing now. It's what's behind, what am I seeing behind the scenes and how am I going to project it to the future? And I think Justin Herbert is – you're going to be mighty impressed with him next season. Look, if he doesn't get the lower back injury last year, I'm, he probably has a way bigger season than he did last year. We're not even having this conversation right now. I agree. Helen Moore might not even be their offensive coordinator then. <laughs> right. Maybe the back injury was a blessing. Unfortunately, it should have got his head coach fired. That would have been the real blessing in the skies, but good Lord. I know you do not like that head coach, so that's why I brought that in there. Uh, I was just, like, collecting my thoughts, man. I fucking – he is – Brandon Staley, dude, is the absolute drizzling shits, dude. I wish I'd scream about him, but we got a couple more rounds to talk about, and I've been screaming on this network all damn day, and I don't think anyone wants to listen to me scream anymore, to be honest with you. But Brandon Staley should have been fired. I get Joe Lombardi being the one to get fired. Like, and Kellen Moore is a nice replacement because, again, I don't get all the Kellen Moore hate. He was touted as the next head coaching option for how long? And then he has one bad year, and now he's the drizzling shits? No. Brandon Staley is the drizzling shits, and it's horrible fourth down management with the ball. So if the Chargers develop – no, I'm not – you know what? Look, you fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I'm not going down that AFC West path again. I think we both – you and I both had a – sat on a podcast and said all four teams are making the playoffs last year. <laughs> and then a circus erupted in the AFC West. Um, Ivan, yeah. Ivan, you could go back. I think it's still up somewhere, I swear. But you can go back streets and I, I believe, both said all four teams were going to make the playoffs in the AFC West last year. I'm not what going to. <laughs> we got two. I guess we got 50%, but the other two were real bad, dude. <sighs> they were real bad. He was. Russ was working out. He had an office. Oh, hi. My, my wife is watching. Mwah. Hello, oh, oh, that's some wifey love right there. That's beautiful. You got to love to see it. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate but it. Yeah, we take all four teams. And meanwhile, Russ has an office. And he's doing work calisthenics on the damn plane in front of the whole team. <laughs> no, I could just see so Richard Simmons down the aisles, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, whose turn is it? Why is it mine? Before I, it's yours. You're on the clock. Uh, pick. Uh, last pick of the first round. You got a double dose, actually. Or hold up. Or do you want to snake this, or you want to do traditional, where we run it back the other way? Because you know, rookie, how we do it. No, tra- yeah, just traditional. I traditional? traditional. All right. So, yeah, you got the last pick of the first round, then. Uh give me Reese Hall. That's who I'm going to take. Oh, nice, nice, nice. I like it. 21. I know the injury sucks. 21 years old, though. Um, Man, he was cooking, dude. 
Like, I think as Kenneth Walker's great. I'm sure he's going to go here soon. But Hall brings the multifacet level to the game and is better in other things that Walker's not. Um, so as long as Hall bounces back healthy, whew, sky's the limit. I'm a Bre- I was a big Breeze Hall stand last year, though, so maybe I'm a little biased on that. Another guy can't really pull any stats up because he had like four healthy weeks. So, <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Like you got a, you had a couple. You had a couple of running backs who got bit by the injury bug. You got Breeze. You got Walker. Um, both start of the year, end of the year. You got Javante, obviously. But you know who I'm gonna take? Who got bit by the injury bug the year before? He a little bit last year. This might be a surprise pick. I'm going to go running back, but I'm not going to take Kenneth Walker. I'm going to take a guy who you talked about that offense earlier. It's been touted as a top five offense in the NFL. I'm going to take Travis Etienne. I think he's going to put the ball in the end zone. He's going to catch some passes. And he has top 10 running back ability all day, dude. I know Walker probably should be the pick. But when I'm looking at Etienne here, I'm looking at the offense. And I like this offense. Yeah, I had him a little lower than where you're taking him right now, and it's mostly because I, maybe I bought the coach speak, so to say. Uh, but I also know Doug Peterson, and I do worry a little bit, like, oh, boy, is he even going to get 200 carries in this offense? Is he? Is there, are they going to bring in two, in two other backs? And is it going to be a three-back system like Doug Peterson likes to do out there and, like, keep – like it's great in real life. EDN will be fresh, and like I'm sure that offense is going to be great, but um, just bad for fantasy if he doesn't have the workload that we're kind of looking for on this one. But yeah, he's he is a he's a pass game work. Uh, going to keep him a stable floor week after week, and after that, he had a really good year last year. I just wonder if because they didn't have anybody else, if that's the the heaviest volume we see out of him. I mean, they traded J Rob to give him the fucking platform to be successful. And like, didn't he kind of ride with it after that? A little bit. Yeah. I just don't know if they're a contending team. I just, I just maybe I'm just buying it. Like I said, and you'll probably take him right here or a wide receiver. Kenneth Walker might've been the better pick. Cause he's going to be a fucking bell cow in that offense. Just like he was when he was on the field and a touchdown fucking heavy machine. I get it. But I like that offense a lot. But go take Walker. Go ahead. I'm not going to take him, actually. So you're going to probably end up with him. Uh, yeah. they had. I had him a couple picks back on this one. I'm actually – I actually am going to take Chris Olave right there. Oh. All right. 22 okay. years old. He finished his wide receiver 25. He had 1,000 yards with Andy Dalton. And, by the way, Andy Dalton only threw over 30 pass attempts three times last year. And Chris Olave oh. still did all that three times. That's it. Yeah. Uh, basically, he threw twenty pass, twenty something passes. Good. That's it, dude. And Chris Olave still had yeah. a one thousand yard season. Like so, yeah. Sign me up. I want all the Chris Olave. And okay. I hate that because okay. I'm a Michigan fan, but it is what it is. No, no, yo, <laughs> you said it the other day, dude. I know, in friends, in friends forever. The Ohio State. The <laughs> put some respect on the motherfucking names, dude. No, I'm not going to do that. You could do that, but that's what I'm not. 
you always beat us, dude. We never beat you in a matter. <laughs> you, beat, you beat us for a decade. Nah, yeah, nah, fucking the last two years. Yo, Brian Cook, dude, bear down. How is everyone tonight? Thanks for tuning in, man. We're doing great, 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 bro. Great. Feeling good. Feeling Cheers, buddy. Good. All right. So, Chris Olave. Yeah, man, I can go Kenneth Walker would be a good pick right here. But I think I'm going to go a different route solely based off of what I think is going to happen. I think that Aaron is going to work his way out of Green Bay, as a lot of us think. I don't think I'm going out on any sort of a limb there. I think, you know, he came out of his peyote trip or the dark tunnel or whatever the fuck it is. And I think he's going to end up in New York with the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. So give me Garrett fucking Wilson in a domo dominate in role with Aaron. Give me Garrett Wilson right now, right here. I mean, his situation wasn't great, right? <laughs> Mike White, Zach Wilson, um, Joe Flacco. Is that who he saw last year the entire time? So, I mean, that wasn't a great situation, but he still had a really, really good rookie year. Look at this. Two guys back-to-back, too, they're going. But, yeah, sixth in targets. Um, 13th in expected fantasy points per game. Look at that. It's uh, good lord. So he, this guy's legit. There's no doubt about it. And Aaron Rodgers obviously is an upgrade, a really good upgrade. And is Aaron Rodgers gonna? Is that is he gonna be the hit the guy? Probably. And we all know one thing about Aaron Rodgers. He locks onto that top wide receiver, and man, he peppers them with targets. Loves to do that. Loves the heavy volume on his top wide receiver. Trusts him. Um, that's probably going to be Wilson. So yeah, if it's good, yeah, it's going to be a fun year for Garrett Wilson. You're going to go so high though in a lot of drafts. Um, in, when redraft season comes, if Aaron Rodgers goes there, he ain't gonna. yeah. <laughs> but I like. What do you that. think? Where, where do you think his spot's going to be in in redraft if Rodgers goes there? Oh, oh wow! It's fun because I'm doing the 120 right now. I finished the first round. Um, the second round should be done this week. So we should have two articles out. So we should have 24 awesome. done. He's not part of the 24. I don't know if he's okay. going to be part of my 36, but maybe the 40s. Okay, cool. Yeah, and you can find them both on bloodlinenetwork.com, bloodlinenetwork.com, bloodlinenetwork.com. Beat it in your fucking head. Bloodlinenetwork.com. Streets is a great writer, dude. Rankings, waivers. Uh, fun stuff, Halloween stuff, like the best <laughs> Halloween performances and shit. Like I was going to say Easter, but that's not pertinent. But like this dude does his thing, like bloodlinenetwork.com. Get it at Streets, dude. Go to our author page. Click on Michael Streets. Everything Streets did last year. Floor Sniper Sports was awesome. Streets was a catalyst behind it. Don't think that work's gone. Everything Streets did. Go to oh, our author nice. page. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Go to our author page. Go to our author page on bloodlinenetwork.com. Click on Street's name. Everything Street's wrote is right there. Plus more that he's got on the on the website. Street's is the fucking man, dude. I cannot put this dude over enough. Well, thank you. I think you're just trying to butter me up to not to, to skip Kenneth Walker one more time. Yeah, I was going to say, no, make a fucking pick, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll take Kenneth Walker then. It's been too long, so I'm going to take it. Yeah, it's fair. RB18 last year, but at, if, we, if we count, like, after Penny went down in minus two weeks, he got hurt. He was RB eight. Like there's RB one potential in Kenneth Walker. Also top five for sure. Um, probably coming at some point soon. So yeah, I like Kenneth Walker. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. At, it's also at this point, I could have argued him a little earlier. T. Higgins is the fucking man, dude. He's playing with Joe Burrow. They might re-sign him. I don't know what they're going to do with him. He might end up in a really shitty situation, but at this point, he's playing another year with Joe Burrow. So right here, right now, T. Higgins is a fucking dog. Just like I said about Jamar Chase, a dog. And he's playing with a dog and an offense that is clearly a top three offense in the NFL. T. Higgins is the pick with the second or with the sixth pick in the second round. Yep. That's a good one. He's a safe. Uh, he might be called the 1B, right? That's what we call him, is the wide receiver 1B. His finishes, uh, PPR, 28, 24, and 18 in his three years. So he's the he's been a very, very safe wide receiver 2 for you, basically, for the most part. Has some wide receiver 1 weeks still thrown in there. Um, so not a bad pick at all. I was kind of hoping he was going to – they weren't going to resign him. Right, they couldn't afford him or something. They were going to say that instead of DJ Moore, that's who the Bears went and got. But I'll take DJ. Yeah, it's a whole other. Yeah, I don't want to get oh, too deep into that. Right Tuesday now. night, eight thirty Central Standard <laughs> Time, right here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Streets and I'd be talking about it, baby. Who you got, brother? So yeah, <sighs> man, I'm gonna take. I guess I'm going to do it. Like, if this was a real draft, I probably would have taken him earlier. And I hate myself doing a real dynasty startup. Maybe. I have to probably rank him a little higher than we're, uh, we're. What number are we at right now, total? 19. Yeah, maybe. He'd probably be right. Yeah, I might have taken him a little earlier. But I'm going to take Kyle Pitts. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, look, we saw it the first year, right? Last year got banged up, but that's not even the problem last year. Let's not even count that in. Last year is they just don't throw the football enough in Atlanta. They didn't. And um, the mix of Mariana, yeah, Mariota and Desmond Ritter definitely doesn't help that situation. But I would th- – and also, though, look, tight ends are a – you got it when you draft a tight end. It's like a nest egg, right? It's kind of like it's it's an investment almost per se. You got to sit on it. You got to let it build, and you got to let it grow. You got to nurture it a little bit. Let it kind of get in there because tight ends usually don't pay off till like 25, 26 years old. It feels like most of the time, like it's just that kind of position. And Kyle Pitts already proved what he could be, regardless of the situation. So I expect him to get better. And I expect that offense at some point to get better. I don't know what they should be all in on Lamar Jackson right now, but I'm not even going to go down that road at this point Mm -hmm. because uh, that team is legit with Lamar Jackson or that offense is at this point with Pitts in London. But, um, but yeah, so I would take Kyle Pitts because I think at some point he is, we saw the the flash, the rookie season. And I think at some point he's going to be a monster. Just like I told you last year in redraft season, God, don't take him in the third. I told you a year last year. Don't take him in the third round. Don't do it. You did. I took him in like I took him in like the second round, the end of the second or some shit. You're like, that's a horrible pick, and I'm like, (laughs) cool. Good thing I didn't do many redrafts last year. The hype was too crazy for a Kyle Pitts, especially with the quarterback. Like, 
great, great dynasty player. There was no way I was buying him last year in redraft, though. I, like I said, it's like an, it's an investment. One of those things you got to let him sit and build. And, and I think seven years from now, we're going to sit back and go, Kyle Pitts was an awesome tight end. But, you were spot on with that, dude. You, I mean, you were spot, if you like, I wish we had the old content and it's somewhere, but you were on with a lot of the stuff that you said, no doubt. So we're on pick 20 here. We're moving. We got 36 picks. So we're a little over halfway. You got a couple of guys looking at the board. You got Drake London, Michael Pittman, Devonta Smith, Najee. Mm, He's falling. I know. Just do it. Oh man, dude. Even last year, okay? Even last year in a down year, <clears throat> I think he still finishes running back 13. I think just off the top of my head, the offense is going to get better. Kenny Pickett is going to get better. Um, they're gonna the receivers, you got Deontay Johnson there, and you got George Pickens there, you got Pat Fryermuth there. The offense is going to get better. And then once Najee's got his foot problem resolved, like after week seven, he was a running back one, I believe. So for that and what he did his rookie season, I'm going to go ahead and take Najee Harris. He's fallen. The mighty have fallen, I guess you could say, right? At this point, Um, top 12 easy pick a year ago. Some had doubts, though, because the efficiency – um, and some tried to say that it wasn't the line and other things like that, but, but he was still 14 in expected fantasy points per game, rookie quarterback, uh, if he line, I, we talked about this on the Roto slappers waiver. What was it? Waiver wire. It was one of the weekly podcasts we did. We, we got to about week eight and I was like, look, now's the time to get Najee Harris because at that point, his first eight weeks of the season, he faced like six of the best run defenses in the NFL at that point with a rookie quarterback in a shaky line, right? It was never going to be good for him to start that year. And we come, we circle back to the recency bias thing again, like, Oh, he's, Oh man, he's just not, he doesn't look good. And I get it. He didn't. Um, the results weren't there. He used the first round draft pick on him and it bombed on you. I posted a video about what happens if you took <laughs> Najee Harris, DeAndre Swift, and Kyle Pitts as your first three picks. Yeah. It did not go well for you. So I, I get the animosity, and I get the anger, and I get everything that goes along with it. But um, he finished the year better. He did. He looked a little bit better. I mean, he didn't look like a top-five running back, but he looked better. And obviously, 300 carries, rookie season, 270 carries last year. Um, you can Whatever Mike Tomlin tells you, I remember – Everybody went out and tried to pick up, which I, I told you on the podcast also when everybody ran out and picked up Jalen Warren and all these other guys. I said, Mike no. Tomlin does not use a committee. He's going to – is a bell cow back, and he's going to overfeed one running back on that system. So, um, so yeah. Given the situation and, he's been and in. Listen, and listen, I understand. Been. Like, if it was a one-on-one Najee for Drake London – what Drake London doesn't have a quarterback. Like if Lamar all of a sudden got there, I understand like Drake London is that dude. But do I think Lamar's going to go there? I think Lamar's going to end up in Baltimore still. I think he gets resigned. Devontae Smith, Devontae Smith, dude. He's the guy I was looking at hardcore with Najee. But man. Oh yeah, you are right. The, the, end of the, the problem is, the problem is positional value at the end of the day. And at this point, 
you need some sort of positional value. And Najee, again, like I said, in a down year last year, he still finished running back 13. Injured half of the season, still finished running back 13, I believe. I Don't quote me on it, but I'm, I'm fairly certain it's running back 13, dude. You're the 19, stat guy. Okay. Um, all right. No, a running back two. He was a running back two. Like I said, correct me because I don't want to be sitting here spitting bad facts. You're the stat guy, but not me. It, it's well, it's it depends on what format and it depends on how you kind of do. Well, he finished as running back 14 in PPR, so you were close on that one. Is fit, uh, fantasy points. Yes, thank you. 14 in PPR, motherfucker. Thank you. That's but what I, I, don't I don't play that non PPR. bullshit. What well, do I, I live 1982? But I get it. But at the same time, so running backs, though, I don't like to look at the total at the end of the year. For me, running backs, because they never play a full season, first off, and it's always a volume based position. Uh, Points per game for me is always the big one for running back. So, and that's where he finished 19 because points per game is always going to be the big Ooh, one. That's, that's big. That's big for sure. Love that. But I mean, still 19 is not bad. And he did six of his last eight weeks. He finished his RB 15 or better in six of his last eight weeks. So uh, it's a decent RB two. I mean, it's you could do much worse at that point. The last eight weeks of the season than him. That's fair. He's an interesting one. That was a fun one. I like Najee. Polarizing like Najee too. player, but we watched like a lot of player. argument. We watched a lot of argument in our conversations. Not our conversations, but like in fantasy conversations. Yeah. Like like he he like the week after he plays the best run defense, and people are like, he sucks. Ugh, of course. I hate matchups and I don't want to buy into him too heavy, but man, he play, he went through a gauntlet with a really rough off like young offense out there. It's not easy. <laughs> but anyways, next. Enough of Najee. That was move on from there. <laughs> My next pick, another guy. Good lord, bad situation. Um No, you know what? I was gonna take him. I'm changing my mind on this one. This one? Do you yeah, see the screen or no? No, that one? My, no, I have my list. I don't have like an order, I just have a list of guys here. Yeah. And um Do you have a handwritten list like Blake? No, I do not have a hand. I am not going that <laughs> old school. Good lord. <laughs> you didn't chisel something into some stone? No. Uh it's funny because he had to go to his did you watch it on Wednesday? He had to go to his sheets for something. He was like, I think I got it somewhere. And he's like, Hold I on, remember I, yeah. Like a nineteen nineties accountant. He was going through his folders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you, Blake. Just all just, awesome. you have to stay old school for me the entire time we do this. Um, yeah, I get at this point we're redrafting, right? So I gotta go with I have to I have to look at the results that we've seen, kind of base it on the future and kind of weigh out those two things. So I'm actually gonna take with this pick, Michael Pittman. Um, wow. Look, um, that's actually who, just so you know, not to cut yep. you off, that's who I had highlighted for you. Just so you know. <laughs> so you know um, for the people, for the viewers, yeah, that's how good I know you. For the viewers, and when you go back and watch it, that is who I had highlighted for you when I said, is it this guy? So go ahead, my man. Yeah. He was my, if we watched our, the Roto Slappers end of awards uh, show when we gave out our fantasy awards. Um, I gave out my Southwest <laughs> Airlines award. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was funny. Uh, that went to Cam Akers, right? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, <laughs> at the end of the year, yeah. The Southwest Airlines Award because by the time because by the time it worked, it didn't matter basically. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> but Michael Pittman was my uh, my sushi award winner. I gave him the the sushi award, and the reason I gave him the sushi award is if you ever gone out for sushi, it doesn't matter what you order, what you do, after you eat it, you leave the restaurant hungry. Like you're still hungry when you after you eat so you eat this little bit of rice and a little bit of fish, and it cost you like eighty bucks. So he was expensive last year with a third round pick, and you just wanted more. It was good, but you wanted more. Um, and I get the situation that he's in, so I'm weighing that into this entire thing here. So wide receiver seventeen still, well, wide receiver seventy nine Ricky here, but then he was wide receiver seventeen, wide receiver twenty, survived the. I think by the time they were going to change quarterbacks, he was still points per game a wide receiver one. With Matt Ryan, um, and then the Jeff Saturday, and then they changed quarterbacks, and Jeff Saturday happened, and and that and it, they turned into a just a, a comedy at that point. The Colts did so; he still finished as a wide receiver twenty. Um, so I got to give which him props, is, which is kind of right there with Najee, right? Like when we're talking, he's still a wide receiver two at the end of the day. Yep. No, well, Michael Pittman though, at least you drafted him in the third last year, right? In redraft. Whereas Najee was kind of had the ADP value of the one. So you probably expected a little bit more, maybe, or an improvement out of Najee. Um, but anyways, yeah, I get what you're saying. No, no, you're right. You're right, for sure. All right, so here I'm going to do something that I wanted to do last round, but I don't have a chance. Devonta Smith, dude. I, I took Jalen Hurts earlier. Wide receiver two in this potent-ass offense. I don't really have to explain it too much, man. The kid is electric. He's a flyer. Put the ball in his hand. Like I said with Jalen Waddle earlier, put the ball in his hand. He can do things, dude. Fly routes. He can hit it in the slot, dude. The kid is so damn good. Little Batman playing out opposite side. Big Batman. Devontae Smith. That's so I had there. Smith is who I battled with that last one. Um, but I'd rather just talk about Michael Pittman, to be honest with you. And <laughs> <laughs> I feel fair. like I'm the I was the Pittman guy, so I felt like I had to just talk about Michael Pittman. But yeah, no. Last year, Devontae Smith finished as wide receiver nine after a wide receiver twenty nine finish. Um, and I get he's or you could call him one B two right at this point. He's kind of the one B behind AJ Brown. AJ Brown is a monster. There's no doubt about that. Probably a top. 12-15 range-ish overall dynasty startup pick at this point. Um, but yeah, he was 24th in expected fantasy points per game. He was 13th in targets. Like, I mean, he had a pretty big year. When Jalen Hurts didn't throw the ball a lot, but when he did throw the ball, it was like the two guys, and then or three guys, and when Goddard went down. But, um, but yeah, big year out of Devontae Smith. I like him moving forward. Love it, love it, love it. Who do you got next, brother? All right, now we're entering like the that that was kind of like the last of like all the the real good guys. I think I have like this line drawn right there, and now the rest of these guys are going to talk about. It. It's kind of like eh, this is not this is not where it's going to get too much fun anymore. Um, but I have one more. I eh, take that back. I have one more fun guy, and I don't know if he deserves to even be in a redraft after just a rookie season finishing wide receiver thirty-one. But I think he does. I'm gonna take Drake London. 
Yeah, for sure. That was what I was talking about earlier with him. He was like right there, you know. I feel like he deserved it. But talk to me about it. Yeah. We could talk. Remember Kyle Pitts? Remember that conversation yeah. that we had about Kyle Pitts? We could probably just talk about that with Drake London because um, they threw the ball probably just as much as the Bears threw the football over the course of the season, which probably is not a whole lot. Um, so there was not a whole lot of volume to go around. Um, he's still, though, I mean, I guess he did see 117 targets last year, so it wasn't horrible, but. Um, Damn, no shit. How many times did they throw the ball last year? Like 220 times? 300 and something, because Mariota had 300 and something attempts, and then Ritter had to have yeah. had a couple of them also at that point. But but at the same time, like sh- 117 targets, but how many of them were good? With the quarterbacks that he had to play with last year, like it's it's very hard to me. We can I can pull metrics out. And we can start talking about them. We can use them, and it's all fun and dandy. But um, I don't know if I buy it quite yet for a Drake one. Just one of those situations where it was bad again last year. I, he's yeah, gonna get no. better. He's he's a really good wide receiver. He's gonna get better. I would expect that offense is gonna get better, and I would expect it's gonna have to pass more too. So, so I thought about Drake London at the Najee pick. So that's how far back I thought about it. So that's about <clears throat> three picks ago. So I, I feel you there. Um, looking at it now, you got Javante and Ramondre and Jerry Judy, maybe Tua. Yo, you want to talk about how the mighty have fallen. How about DeAndre Swift, dude? Like, how far has he fallen? He probably would have been a top 13, top 14 pick last year. I'm not taking him right here. This that is was my tough. big I love I last year I think was my last like all in year on DeAndre Swift. Um yeah. took him in I took him in I started off the entire year by taking him in the second round of the Scott like Scott Fish Bowl and that set off my DeAndre Swift chain at that point. It was like, yep, I'm all in on DeAndre Swift and put a big letdown he was again. Uh it's not that he was a letdown. He got banged up, right? He's gotta stay healthy, but as bad as he is, he's th- his three finishes, RB18, RB15, RB21. Um, the guy is an elite pass-catching running back um, when utilizing the pass game. I think the biggest issue for him now, though, is staying healthy enough to be on the field enough and being utilized enough. Like last year, went down, um, and then it was like the Jamal Williams show out there. And then he just never was able to recover from that. So – Right. Or take over the line share of the load that he became like some some like trick pony that would just come out there for a couple snaps a game. Um, it felt like, but yeah, dude, it was so, like six snaps. snaps. <clears throat> so weird. Oh man, but you've talked long enough. I got to make a decision. Uh, like, do I go different? Oh, no, and just take... Swift. Sorry, but that's fine. No, no, no. I'm not taking DeAndre Swift. Hell no. Um, I I asked you about him and I said how the mighty have fallen, but the, do I take Javante, Ramondre, Jerry, Jameson, Tua? That's who I'm between. Five guys. I don't like Javante. He's too injury riddled. Yo, as long as I don't even really know Ramondre. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go ahead right now and I'm going to take a total wild card. I'm going to take Jameson Williams. Um, 
he was fucking just a thoroughbred at Alabama. The kid could fucking fly down the field. I like him playing opposite Amon Ra. I like him with Goff. Goff played great in that system last year. I'm taking this kid right here. I know it's ballsy. I know you got Javante there. You got Ramondre there. You got a couple quarterbacks. Give me Jamison Williams. I want to see what he's got. In limited play last year, two touchdowns on like three plays? <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, I had him. He's past my 36. So I took him all. I did not have him on there. Um, maybe because he spent the year hurt. And I like I need a li- I had to see something, I guess, out of him for me to put him on here. Uh, yeah. But if you like him, that's all that matters, mm-hmm. right? So I loved him coming out. The kid's a stud. He is. He was. There's no doubt about it. He could be something special. I just didn't know what to say for him or what to, how do you even really rank him? Cause I we barely saw him. So, yeah, that's fair. I'm at, that's then fair. I'll take, I, did, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to throw you off so much, dude. No, it's okay. Um, yeah. You didn't really throw yeah, me off. Wild, wild card there. I think you the problem is this. The problem is this, Javante, I don't trust the injury. I don't like the system. Ramondre, I, again, he had a couple of good years in New England, but I, I don't know. I, it's no, a Belichick no, running back. Hell no. Look, right. I stood on a mountain and I screamed. I'm all in on um, Sony Michelle, right? I, I, lay, I put my flag in the top of Mount Everest. Like I, like I scaled it. Um, and I was like, yes, Sony Michelle is going to change everything about New England running backs. And I, that was the biggest mistake probably I've ever made talking about this stuff. I was so in on him, and I got screwed by it. And I'm not buying into the half season of relevance from a New England running back again. Like, I, He deserves to be here, no doubt about it. He had a great year last year, but no, I'm not taking him just yet. He's not a second-round guy to me in this draft, so. No, and then Jerry Judy, which I feel Jamison has more potential over. Like, Judy would be the guy. Like, if you don't pick anyone right here, I will tell you, I am taking Jerry Judy next because I like – I think he's wide receiver one for Russ. I like what he did to end the year once Hackett was fired, and I can't wait to see what he has going forward um, with Russ. But you're on the clock. I'll let you make your pick. Oh, I'm going to take Swift then. That's fine. I talked about Swift um... – and he was next on my list anyway. It's funny. I had Devontae Smith, by the way. I got to go back a little higher. And I, so he probably should have went earlier than he did to be in a little couple picks, to be honest with you. But I, we got to a tangent about something and I missed it. But it's okay. There's only a couple <laughs> picks. But um, yeah, DeAndre Swift, I'll take. I told you about him already, right? Even with like six snaps and all the bullshit that he's had gone through in Detroit and the nonsense and the injuries, he still has been an RB2 like every year. So still saw 70 something targets last year. So, like I said, being there in the past game, be nice if we can get 16, even 15 games out of them at this point. Nice usage in the past game. Bro. But I'm not buying into where he might be drafted again. Kiss my ass. We're in the third head. round. Oh, we are in the third round. Yeah, hey, we're cooking. We It's, a, it's we, oh, an hour and eight. That's not too bad then. No, no, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Where do you think Swift's going to be drafted this year, though? Where's he gonna be drafted, or where am I going to draft him? Is that because those are uh, those are both? Kinda... Yeah, throw them both out there. Fucking throw them both out there in a redraft league. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that. No one cares. I mean, like, we're doing this dynasty perspective, uh, but yeah, you know. Dude, I don't. So he's going to be in my third round. So he's he's not. He's coming up. So he's not going to be in the 12 to 24. But he's probably going to be. Yeah, he's going to come up right short of 36, I think. So that's in a redraft. Okay. I haven't even done a startup yet this year. For, well, I guess we did one way long ago. I don't even remember it, but. Um, yeah, the best ball. The best, best balls are fun. We'll do more best balls. I'm not going to do very many redrafts this year, but I don't even know. I'd probably take him. I don't think I would take him in a, in a, with a top 30 pick in a super flex dynasty startup either, right now, to be honest with you. I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch that dude, fucking period. Like you just said, he was a gadget player to Jamal Williams, who averaged like 3.4 a carry. You watch again, Jamal Williams, he was a touchdown machine. But no between, I love the anime and all the, the crap that he brings to the team. Oh, no disrespect. Jamal Williams is that dude. I'll hang out with you, smoke a blunt with you, like fucking watch some anime, like play a video <laughs> game. But at the end of the day, Jamal Williams in between the 20s is not a good running back, right? And DeAndre fucking Swift was a gadget player to this guy who wasn't a good running back. They got to figure that out. They got to figure that out. Yeah, so go ahead. <laughs> cool, back on the clock. It's not Javante, it's not Ramondre. Like I just said, if I'm picking again, I'm between two guys, but I'm not going to tell you my other guy because I hope that he's available when I pick next. It's Jerry Judy. He will be the wide receiver one in Russ's system. I, I look forward to seeing what Sean Payton brings to them, and I just think overall he's a fucking talented kid, dude. I look forward to seeing what they got this year. Yeah, had a, he – Finished strong, right? Had a good stretch down the end of the year after they after they fired Hackett, um, and now you got Sean Payton in there. The offense should probably get much better. Should be a more stable franchise at this point. All the nonsense that Russ just tried to pull while he was there last year is not going to fly under Sean Payton. Um, and Cortland Sutton might be gone anyways. Um, so it could be at the Jerry Judy show, basically, with KJ Jalmer or something out there. But um, Tim Patrick. So I don't even know who else they have at this point there if they were to lose something. So Judy could see an abundance of targets at that point. So, yeah, Jerry Judy's a good one. Another guy who kind of been – he got hurt too. So it's hard to really judge him at, on his year two. Um, rookie year, wide receiver 47. Hurt that second year. Still finished wide receiver 22 last year. He's 23 years old. Finished strong with Russ. So I kind of like it. So, yeah. He's probably a guy that we're talking about a little differently next year. I think so. What do you got? What do you got coming up next? Pick two in the third round. I'm going to – let me see. What team am I on right now? This one? No, you got – this JJ Olave. Yep. Perfect. Worked out then. See, it always works out. Why you sometimes you just wait on quarterback. <laughs> but I'll take Tua with this pick. Um three years in the league, QB 31, QB 26, QB 15. Mike McDaniels obviously helps out a little bit with this one. Um, but 13 games healthy last year. He had a run of 8 of 11 weeks where he was QB 11 or better. So he was a QB 1, like 75% of the time when he played last year. Um, 
the, the concussions are a little scary. You got to, he's can't take his, can't really take those hits. Uh, I got to learn how to, I don't know what it is, but um, definitely concerning. But at the same time, like when he plays, he's pretty good. And I'll take him right here. I think he's very scary. I would have taken him long ago as you would have, if it wasn't for those very, very scary. Hope to see him play, man. That offense is an explosive offense, dude. If he is healthy and with this pick, Third pick in the third round. It's a guy. I'm not going to go back in my We're work. not even sure that Miami rolls with him. I know they say they are, but True. we don't know what. There's a long way to go right now in the offseason. So. Tua or 46-year-old Tom Brady, who would you rather have? For one season, Tom Brady. Wild. I thought Tua passed just fine. I digress. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. There's something about Tom, though. I get it. I get can, it. I get it. Still was all right, but yeah. All right, this guy. I said, if it comes around, he's there. I'm gonna take him. Christian Watson. It's something about guys who are big, athletic, who can get the ball in their hands and make plays. Christian Watson, whether it's a eight yard slant, twelve yard slant, to reverse, you put the ball in that dude's hands, and he can make things happen. Um, yeah. I wish that that – well, I don't care. I don't wish. Fuck the Packers. Um, had that drop not happened, opening week, he probably would have had a more prevalent role in this offense, especially as they searched for wideouts. But once he found a niche in this offense, my God, did he find a niche. He was our wide receiver one. Ellen Lazard took a back seat. Um, Romeo Dubes, the street says. Romeo Dobbs um, was hurt. Um, I'll call him Dubes so my fucking life because – <laughs> so he took a back seat. It was a Christian Watson show with Jordan Love. We saw it very, very briefly against Philadelphia. They looked very, very feng shui together, okay? I like Christian Watson in the spot. I like him more than Javante. I like him more than Ramondre. So give me Christian Watson here. I think he's got a bright future. <laughs> Does it, Well, if Jordan Love is a bright future, he's a bright future. Right, Rogers right, right. might not be there. That was my only no, concern. no, no, no. I, I this is everything I just said, fully based on Jordan Love. I do not think Aaron will be there. Oh, I, I think That's Jordan okay. Love will be okay. Say, I uh, again, I think I he'll know. be okay. Uh, I hope he's not. But but the only thing is, I don't know. That's too. And another guy, he was wide receiver forty one last year. Health was probably the biggest issue. Um, couldn't stay on the field early in the season. Couldn't get that chemistry with Aaron Rodgers as he went through. But after week 10, um, he finished as wide receiver 11 or better for five of the eight weeks he played. So pretty monster ends to the season for Christian Watson. Very touchdown dependent, though. Scored a lot of touchdowns. Some pace that he's not going to be able to keep up. But you would imagine some of that levels off into catches and yards a little bit. And touchdowns kind of go down, so they kind of even up. Um, as it goes, but yeah, so I like the pick. Awesome. And then I I it's guess really I'm, getting down to the nitty gritty here, dude. Do I take this or this or this or that or this or that? Um, I'm going to take Javante Williams next. RB17 rookie season, obviously he got hurt last year, but um, 
man, if he doesn't get hurt too, because he, like, you watched it. Ignore any stat that you've ever seen in your entire life and tell me the first few weeks of that season watching Javante Williams, he wasn't a million times better than Melvin Gordon. Like, he came out of like a rocket every time you handed him the football compared to the other. Um, and maybe if they, if he just stayed healthy for a couple more weeks, he probably just takes over that backfield and they wouldn't have had that bullshit split. Um, so the injury kind of sucks for Javante, but I think he's a good player. Uh, the injury is a, that's a tough one. That's a rough injury he had. And, but I, but he's young, you know, it's getting a little less yeah. scary each time it comes 22 years old. So that's, yeah, I like him. Yeah. Third round. Yeah. Sure. Speaking of young injuries, Superflex starting quarterback, Purdy's out. Fucking let's take Trey Lance right here, dude. Like, I, I get we could have probably waited a couple more picks, but Trey Lance is the pick. Again, Ramondre. We're starting to go to Damian Pierce, Traylon Burks, J.K. Dobbins, Cam Makers. No. Yo, I'm a gamble right now on Trey Lance. There's no one else anywhere near as appealing as appealing as him. What do you think? I didn't even have Trey Lance on my list. So but I'm well, I guess you could throw Brock Purdy on there too. I didn't yeah. throw him on there. Probably why? You, I could throw, you could throw Brock Purdy on there too. Because number one, Lance played three weeks, and then Purdy played like six, and Purdy might be back, right? He might be back. I don't know. He could end up. I don't know what is going on there. So I'm just going to leave those guys kind of off this thing. Um, I he's I get it. The draft capital, the tools, and everything that goes with trade Lance, though, that they you just can't give up on yet. Um, but I did not have them in mind. I I had to take some like just some Robitussin type guys dude, that are yeah, like you're not excited about them at all. But they technically probably belong here over guys like that. Probably how I rounded out the rest at the end of mine. But you'll see as we go. That's fair. That's fair. Who you got here? <laughs> uh, so my next pick in this one, I feel like I got to do it at this point. Like there's some upside guy, but see, it's when I weigh the two, it's just not easy to do. I'm going to take, I'll take Brandon. Ayuk in this one. Ooh. Okay. I like that. That's a nice pick. I mean, he had a thousand yards last year, right? 114 targets. Um, mm-hmm. Debo, the way he obviously is number two, number three, probably, if you want to get technical, number four, if you count McCaffrey. Um, but yes, after all those guys, but he's still pretty good. 24 years old. Um, he's played pretty well so far to date. He doesn't get the usage that he might get elsewhere on other teams, but he's a good player. Damn, what a surprise. I think he might get traded. Well, how would you feel if he was traded? It depends on where he goes. So if he gets traded to a decent okay. position, like put Brandon Ayuk in Kansas City. Oh, oh. Yeah, see what yeah, I mean? He's, he's higher on this list. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, for sure. All right. Damn. Yeah, you just got me going a little bit with that. If Ivan was here, you know what he'd be saying. He'd be going crazy right now with all sorts of things for sure. 
All right. All right. Damn. So pick seven. Um, I'm not going to take Ramondre still. I'm going to take a guy who fucking definitely uh, showed big time spark last year. Give me this offense is ugly, but I think they'll get a quarterback. I think they'll draft a wide receiver. Give me Damian Pierce running back Houston Texans right here in this spot. Um, Depleted position overall running back. So tough to, to gauge on a year in year out basis. I think this kid ran really hard last year, which is always, I mean, I don't necessarily know it's a good thing for short-term. It's a good thing. Long-term, not necessarily. But this kid is a baller, really tough runner. Give me Damian Pierce in this spot, Streets. Yeah, he had a good rookie year, I think. Um, I don't know, like, moving forward, is he going to be a bell cow back for them? Are they going to trust him? But I'd have to say overall he had a pretty good rookie year. And I think at this point, um, definitely worked where he or being drafted at least. I don't, I don't have too much negative to say about him. Even though I, I was definitely high on him last year, probably took him a little too early in some redrafts leagues, and I'm probably I paid the price a little bit. Although they did bail me out quite a, a few weeks in that, so he wasn't completely useless. I just don't know if he's, he's going to be like the franchise guy, right? That's the one thing I don't know. Maybe maybe more set to be an RB two, but that's still pretty useful. We just talked about it with Najee, and we kind of hated on him. He's okay, so but he's probably headed to an RB two territory. Right, that's okay. I don't, we don't know about the past. Like I don't know, you're going to be involved in the past game a lot. Like I don't know. That's fair. That's yep. fair. For but I mean, we're, look, look who we're taking at this point. I mean, no, right, still right. More, it, it's still a, more fun. I'm gonna. Although I don't know why, I'll, I'll take this guy then. I'll take Ramon J. Stevenson then at this point. There you go. Uh, so he can finally go. RB 47, then he's 25. RB 47. RB7 last year. I God, I hate Pat's backs. They scare me to death as long as Bill Belichick is there. I already told you before, I got burned in my booty by Sony Michelle. <laughs> God. But, uh, yeah. So, But, I mean, he had a good year. And Ramon J. has been pretty good for two years now. So who knows what they do? I don't. It's the deserving piss spot for him at this point. So go ahead. There's like yeah, four guys left, so this is fun. Especially when it's so ugly like this. Listen, I love Traylon Burks coming out. I thought he'd be a really good player. I like Cam Akers, especially in his rejuvenated role at the end of the year. Oh, but at the end of the day, I think that the Rhino is going to get touches the next few seasons. And it's an odd pick to take a seventh round running back here at this point. But I'm going to go ahead and take Isaiah Pacheco solely because of the situation. <laughs> I've battled him on this list because I wasn't sure what to do. Um, the Rhino makes it, though. So, yeah. I mean, good Lord. He runs like a fucking Rhino. He is fun to watch play football. Does he last? I don't know how long he lasts. I have no clue, but yeah, he's fun to watch play football. And he was kind of a, a spark that run game needed a little bit last year after he took over for CEH. Like they just needed somebody that came in and exploded like that through the line. So uh, I like it. I hope, I truly hope he improves a little bit and gets better in certain aspects and uh, can make himself a more useful dynasty. He's a weird dynasty value guy right now. I see a lot of trades and a lot of people asking what to even trade for him. And 
not an easy one. <laughs> yeah, it's tough because on paper, you'd probably think Traylon Burks is worth a lot more than Isaiah Pacheco. But at the end of the day, who is going to be throwing this dude the ball over the next couple of years? Yeah, that's worrisome. That is that is definitely worrisome. What do we say? We are redraft dynasty players. We are win now dynasty players. You could always trade your future first for players and go win now. And then go and trade your players for first and then yeah. keep playing that game. I digress. We ain't gonna tell you how to play that game. No doubt. Is it is streets is on you, brother? Oh. So yeah, I'll take Speaking of that, I'm going to actually, you know, it's funny. Um, since we're, I got to wait kind of two things. I'm going to take Rashad White. Oh, he's there. Okay. Yep. Nice. RB36 last year. Um, Fournette's gone. Don't know who the fuck is the quarterback is in Tampa. I don't know what's going to happen. Trask? Kyle Trash <laughs> going to play quarterback? For, I don't, I mean, the division at this point probably don't even matter, but, um, because <laughs> he could be one of the better quarterbacks in that division. Uh, no offense to Derek Carr, but he's not going to be. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, he's elite in the pass game. There's no doubt about it. Got to get better in the in the run game. But um, the opportunity's there, and I don't think they're going to draft anyone else. So I think he's going to get a decent workload to start the season there. So now's the time for Rashad White. All right. All right, I'm doing it right now, dude, solely because of skill set. Give me Traylon Burks. I don't know who the fuck's throwing him the ball. He's my last pick. I can't let him just go undrafted. You got J.K. Dobbins, Cam Akers, Brian Robinson, uh, Cook, James Cook, uh, Rashad Bateman, John Dotson, guys like that. But at the end of the day, I'm going to go ahead and just take the skill set and hope that they get someone who can throw him the ball out there or just hope. Even if they don't got someone who can throw him the ball, what do you say? They just pepper him with targets. This is my boy Street says. Yeah, just so pepper, pepper, pepper his ass with targets. Don't matter if you're good. Just pepper him right. with targets. But um, a year ago, he was my number. Th- so I had Brees Hall, Drake London, and Traylon Burke. He was my number three rookie rank guy. I had Traylon Burke's third, and I had him ahead of Kenneth Walker at four. By a spot, but still. I had him third, and yeah, that was not working out so well for me. Uh, yeah, but that was a tail end like, but we won't talk about these guys a whole lot longer. Next up, um, last pick. I'm gonna go. You know what? Screw it. I'm gonna talk up. There's there could be a few guys here. I want to talk about my guy. He was the steal. Uh, I don't. I still don't get why he fell so far in a lot of drafts. I just don't get it. And I get, I mean, I get the rookie season wasn't great by any means of the imagination at this point. Uh, but he was the guy that I loved seeing where he was getting drafted at at the end of the first round. It was like one of those things. If you had a late pick, you could sit back and just say, yeah, yeah, let him come to me, baby. Uh, I'm a man. Jahan Dotson, baby. Um, Love it. Yeah, you saw it. three wide receivers. He got hurt. He started out great, got hurt, came back, still kind of finished strong in a, in a, in a crap situation that he was in also. There, that was another just bad one. Who knows what Washington does? Sam Howell, the guy, I don't know. Do they? Um, I don't know what they do. 
another team that should just say, yeah, Lamar Jackson should be our quarterback at this point. Right. <laughs> what a dumb, dumb thing going on right now in the NFL. But, yeah. Um, like, look at what Carolina gave up to get a mystery box. When they could have just said, oh, yeah, we'll just give up two first-round picks like they just <laughs> did and then got an MVP. I was thinking that. I was like, why wouldn't they have just traded for Lamar? But I get you, at the end of the day, you have to pay him. You know what I mean? I mean, Which is... money is nothing when you have an MVP quarterback. Like, you, you'll have the Chiefs happily pay Patrick Mahomes, right? Because if you get the quarterback right, don't ma- it doesn't matter. You get. But I mean, no disrespect to Lamar. He's not Patrick Mahomes, and oh, no, I mean no, 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 no I disrespect it. to Josh Allen. No, but you know that. I don't have to tell you that. You say that. You're like the one who preaches that, and I mean no disrespect yeah. to Josh Allen. But he's not Patrick Mahomes. And him, like, leading the league in interceptions and all that bullshit is a part of the reason that the Bills can't take that next step with their defense. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I digress. That's not what we're here to talk about. But did you want to recap this top 36 really quick? You want me to run it down? You could if you want. Go for it. I forgot. Yeah, really quick. So we got Burrow. So we went 1 through 36. We got Joe Burrow, Justin Jefferson, Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert, Justin Fields. He probably should have been sixth. T-Law probably should have been fifth. I digress. Jamar Chase, Jonathan Taylor, C.D. Lamb, I'm on Ross St. Brown, Jalen Waddle, Brees Hall to end the first, Travis E.T. and Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, Kenneth Walker Jr., T. Higgins, Kyle Pitts, Najee Harris, Michael Pittman Jr., Devontae Smith, Drake London, Jameson Williams, DeAndre Swift, and second, Third round, Jerry Judy, Tua Tagalova, Christian Watson, Javante Williams, Trey Lance, Brandon Ayuk, Damian Pierce, Ramondre Stevenson, Isaiah Pacheco, Rashad White, Traylon Burks, Jahan Dotson to end the top 36 and to end the 2020s fantasy football rookie redraft. That's fun. Good stuff. I enjoy as we're talking rookies. It's fun to go back and live in history a little bit, right? Go back and look at all the the last rookies. So that's fun. That's good that. stuff. That was real good stuff, my dude. Should we talk about the twenty twenty three rookies? Do you want to talk about the twenty twenty three rookies? Yeah, we. I got a few minutes. Why not? Saturday night. The hell okay. cares, right? All right. Well, let's let's do this. Let's do this really quick. Then let's get this on on the screen. Then if you want. So 2023 rookies, they are crazy right now. I've seen some crazy trades. I've seen 1.1 be traded for Justin Jefferson, dude. I've seen like, I, I've just seen the most wild outlandish fucking trades. Like I can't even explain I the trades you, I've seen. Because B. John Robinson is literally Barry Sanders if you go on Twitter. Like they're the same thing. Like that, they, they're, they'll, that's what B. John's going to be, is Barry Sanders. Like you're getting the greatest one of the greatest running backs of all time that's what it's absolutely think. absolutely insane so i figured i'll just pull this up really quick streets will talk about like the first couple of guys who get drafted Who's so i really pulled up this mo- I i'm i should not slight Bijan in any which way because he is my number he is my one one there's there's zero doubt about that right um i don't want to hate on him um look at that that's fun i like yeah that. so We'll let it. I was Shout gonna out say to we'll just, right now for 
just get, it's gonna do it for us. We'll just let it play yeah. out and get here. So all right, so this really took good, us to the He's really good. He's really good. Don't get me wrong, but uh, let's people got to calm down a little bit, man. I wish I had a one one this year. I don't have any one ones, but I wish I had a one one because <laughs> I just go for the package at this point. Whatever I'm gonna get for him. I, the Justin Jefferson trade was bonkers, but then I've seen Dude. like um one one and. Ayuk for Jamar Chase and something. I forgot what it was or something like that. Like, um, even that, I'd still like, wow, I'd probably still take Chase, to be honest with you, man. Um, even when you, yeah, you take the proving. What if you take Bijan and he tears his ACL, dude? Like, I'm saying that, but what if you just, what if you take him, right? What if you take him and there's just no motivation? What if he signs an NFL contract and he gets there and he's like, eh, nah. I'm the, I'm Bijan. I'm the best. And he shows up on the field like the day one. And all of a sudden it's like, well, guys are way faster in this league than I thought they all were. And it's much harder to play. You, don't get me wrong. Right. He's going to be good. But at the same, you just don't know. There's so many variables that happen with these guys. So many of them that it's just, you take just, you take the top five proven dynasty player. There's no doubt. Um, all day, all day. So let me ask you. So you got Bijan. All right. Yep. He's sitting at number 12 overall right now. So yeah. in a redraft league, are you taking where are you taking Bijan? Not in the first round. Uh, and obviously this is also based on dynasty settings. So you know, Bijan in the first round of dynasty is a lot more applicable than Bijan oh. in the first round of redraft. But I want to ask you where you're tra- where you're taking Bijan in redraft. Yeah, so Bijan is gonna finish. You'll see it's coming out. He's actually gonna fit. This is without not knowing where he's going to go. It could change if he goes to a bad spot. If he goes to a team that's going to split time for some reason, then they just because you know how some NFL teams are, right? Just just dumb. They are dumb when it comes to certain aspects. But um, he's going to finish right at the end of round two right now in a redraft for me. So it's not bad. Okay. Still up there, but no. I mean, but that's because the risk and reward, right? You weigh the risk, you weigh the reward. You weigh the risk, you, so. It's one of those things where it's kind of a transition year to the running back in my eyes. A lot of the mighty have fallen. A lot of the guys that we're used to, that we used to talk about a lot, kind of have fallen off a little bit. Um, and then it doesn't, you got Brees Hall, who's injured to start the year. So if once the 120 article is coming out, you're gonna, you'll see Kenneth Walker. I have 12th right now. I have Kenneth Walker as a first round draft pick. Brees Hall would have been if he didn't get hurt. But he got hurt, so he gets pushed back a little bit. So, yeah. So, Bijan, this is a second-round pick for me in redraft. If we're doing a startup right now, yeah, if I'm picking like 7 to 12, I'd take Bijan. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. So, what about some of these other guys? So, startup, dynasty league. That's a boring one because obviously he's, yeah, we all like him. Right. All right. So in one of our leagues the other day, we saw pick 1.2 traded for 1.8110 and 2.1. What do you think about a trade like that? Would you rather have the 1.2? And mind you, the guy at 1.2 has no quarterbacks. So would you rather have 1.2 or would you rather have those three picks? <laughs> if I and the had guy those. who traded the three picks is a pretty shitty team. So yeah, no. like I feel like they adversely traded. I'm not sure why, but I'm just 
I mean, shit, you're in the league. I'm just asking you your opinion on that trade. I get it, no. but, but yeah. I get where I get where the one two's coming from. You're gonna take the gamble, right? In a super flex league without quarterbacks, you're gonna at one two. You're taking a quarterback. Um, but the but guy without you know, quarterbacks traded away. No, I know. I'm saying. I'm getting. Two. Oh no, I'm getting. Yeah, there. yeah. Oh, my I'm, bad. All right, all right, all right. I was just up. making sure that you understood it. Yeah, 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 yeah. My bad. My bad. My bad. I just. When I tell a story, I go from like you, 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 but, you tell that story. I was just making sure but, uh, you you understood what I said. Yeah, yeah. But it, but it's not. It's weird because there's four quarterbacks, right? You got a twenty five percent chance to hit the wall. I get it, but the odds aren't great, and I'm not quite sure which one of these four are the one at this point this year. Anthony Richards, no, thank you. Good, good. No, 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 no. Look, the combine's great and all, right? It's great for certain things. The combine has its has its ups, it has its downs, it has everything about it. The quarterback position is not the thing I can give a crap about the combine for. It's the one position I'm like, no, I don't give a shit about quarterbacks at the NFL combine because let's look at the tape. Can they great? You're great on your legs. Can you throw a football? You can't teach accuracy. I don't care what anybody tells you. You can't teach accuracy. You don't get better at it. Josh Allen has not gotten better at it. He still is not accurate. He's not like we could. I could sit here and scream this till the till I'm blue in the face. But accuracy cannot be taught, which is actually why I'm not that scared of Justin Fields because accuracy was never his problem moving in. He can throw a football where and he can hit where he wants to hit it. That's never been his problem, right? You know this. You were an Ohio State fan. If Justin Fields is coming out against the, these rookies in this class, where would he go? Oh, he'd be first overall in a big right. way, dude. Teams would be so, trading picks. Picks. <laughs> exactly. So, Anthony Richardson, he's fast. Oh, God, I get it. He can throw a football far, but that doesn't do anything. Josh Allen has one, too. You're, you're, you're hoping he's Josh Allen, right? You know how that is a tough, tough shoe to fill. I have the all-time quarterback relative athletic score, the RAS, basically. And yes, he scored the highest with a 10. The rest of that list is Cam Newton. Okay, he won an MVP, he wasn't bad, but Cam Newton still had a 66% completion uh rate his year at Auburn. 66, right? Anthony Richardson like a 50. That's horrible. But anyways, I'll keep going. Dante Culpepper, Marcus Mariota, Josh McCown, Tyree Jackson, Zach Conkey, Blaine Gabbert, Brett Huntley, Robert Griffin was actually not that bad. He got hurt, but Quentin Porter, Dominique Davis, Andrew Luck, Colin Kaepernick, Tim Tebow. You got like a 30% success rate right now by using the RAS, right? The odds are not in his favor at all by even using this, but he's shooting up the boards. It's just mind-boggling to me i'm ranting right now i'm kind of ranting on it because i just don't get it i just don't get the anthony richardson i i and per, i hope he's great personally i do but i i'm here to talk dynasty football and i'm here to talk using those picks and i'm here to talk the value and everything like that and just i'm not doing it not a top five guy to me at all right now i just can't i'm sorry so what about at number six because i see him here at this mock right in front of us it took him at number six. How do you feel yeah. about him going six? I can so do this that. mock with yeah, Bijan, right. Bryce, yeah. Stroud, 
Gibbs, JSN, Richardson. That's fine. At that point, you're in, at the sixth pick in this one. I'm fine. Like I'm taking him. That's I'm probably taking the third or fourth quarterback in a super flex draft, like rookie draft at that point. The upside's there. I'm fine gambling it at that point. I can't do it first. I just can't. Like pick. One. Okay. So let me ask you then. So that trade then equates to Bryce Young for was it eight or was it six? It was eight, ten, and two point one, right? Or was it six? Because that makes a big difference. Say that again. Was that trade six, ten, and two point one, or was it eight, ten, and two point one? Eight, ten, and two point one. Okay, yeah. so then eight. So you're then, getting, you know, you're not getting a quarterback, so he's not getting one. But well, here in this mock, he did. It would have been he gets um, Will Levis. And yeah, he would yeah, end I up with Charlotte. I know what league you're talking about, and I know how they are. And okay, all right, low, they're gonna okay, fall. yeah, it's gonna be quarterback heavy. A lot of leagues are probably gonna be quarterback, but you know what? You know what he can do because maybe, maybe he's smart in this sense, right? Maybe he goes, shit. There's, I don't know what quarterback is gonna be the best one out of these four or five or four. So my, my team's not gonna be good next year. Let me trade back. And let me pile the skill guys on after all the quarterbacks go. I'm going to suck. And then I'll take Caleb Williams next year then as my quarterback to build right. it. Right? Like he knows he's not winning next right. year. So it might not even be a bad idea by him to just say, let the quarterbacks go. Let the let some of these skill guys drop to me. I take them. Let them get a year. And now next right. year I attack quarterback with a better quarterback class. So um, maybe that's what he did. So I can't hate on it. And then oh, the, no. the guy no. who got pick one, two, I think he did fantastic because he doesn't need a quarterback. Right. So yep. he's going to basically, he gets JSN. He gets Bijan and JSN basically in this draft. If you ask me, fantastic. That is a haul for this rookie. Class. Or first of all, what's up, bub. Thanks for tuning in blue. Streets, you know, Bub. You knew you met Bub back in the northern days, way back in the day, dude. What's up, Bubby? Oh, didn't I just see him? Did I see him at your house not that long ago either? You did, yeah. yeah. When Big Texas was in, you did, you did, yep. So, yeah, yeah but I would still, what I would do is I would try to trade that 1.2 for an even better package than you traded away because I think as you get closer to the draft, fuck taking JSN there, you can go and get or. He's got Josh Allen and Deshaun Watson. So what if you go and trade Watson for something? Or fuck, no, 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 go no, trade no, no. Allen and bring something huge back? No, 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 no. I'm not. If I have one, one, and one, two, but I have he has Watson and who? Love, right? Josh who Allen. Is, he has Allen and Watson. Deshaun Watson, Josh Allen, and no, he just traded yeah. for one, two. Yeah, no, I'm not taking a quarterback then. Like, there's the mission. Why would you take JSN at two, though, when you can get him at five? Why wouldn't you try to trade down and try to get something? Like, it's the same thing the Bears just did. You oh, can trade down and get more. Yeah, but here's the thing. you If you're doing that move, you got to make sure that the team coming up needs a quarterback. You have to make sure that somehow three quarterbacks go in that, in that range. And sure, I'm fine with doing that. But at the same time, if not, you still walk out of that draft with JSN and Bijan, which is fantastic. And you have Josh Allen and Deshaun Watson. Um, 
So I think he did fantastic. And as you can tell right now, if I was ranking these guys, he, uh, and Superflex, obviously, if I'm going to rank Superflex, I'm not going to put JSN2, but I'm going to put JSN2. Okay, Again, I don't mean to cut you off, though. Yep. But would you rather have fucking JSN or would you rather have 1.8, 1. 1.110, 1. and 2.1? Three skill players versus JSN. It's, what it's, would you rather have? I don't know because it's that there's so many factors to that question. Like You already got your two quarterbacks no matter what because this team's got their two quarterbacks. So this team with Allen and Watson, ah, I would, you rather saying, have, so would you rather have JSN or three lottery chips? I'd rather have the three. At, or that guy, then, yeah, three I, I get why. Two. Yeah, then maybe I thought, yeah, I get what you're saying. There's, okay. You're saying basically then you can, you can get like a, you can go back. I don't know. You know, this is tough for me because at times if you're convicted on the rookie, you go get the rookie. Don't worry about like if you hit on the rookie, everything else falls into place. Like, so if you're convicted on it, you go. But I get the lot. You you do want more lottery tickets because they don't all hit. You might like the. I told you about Sonny Michelle. You you might like the guy a whole lot. You might not hit. So I, I get what you're saying. And maybe taking what if JSN is Traylon Burks? He's not Traylon Burks. I'm just saying. There's no dude. Only four other wide receivers running the shuttle got under a four, dude. That's it. In the history of the NFL. You know who they are? I have no idea. I have no, 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 I have no clue. You know what the shuttle is. Most people probably do. But anyways, his agility is off the charts, dude. You can't. I, yeah. he, might, he might not have like the downfield, but his route running is so crisp. It's so elite. His agility is so great. Like. The only time you can catch him or guard him is downfield. That's it. But you don't even need – he's not going to do that. He's going to eat you. He's going to eat zone. He's going to eat you up. You can't mm. guard him, dude. There, the, so, anyways, the only other four wide receivers, the shuttle under four time, basically in the history of the NFL, um, are – Antonio Brown? Nope. Worth a shot. Jamar Chase. Ooh. Amari Cooper. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but look, if you get Amari Cooper in the first round of a rookie draft, you won. Trust me. At this point, I like, like Amari did. Cooper. I have but, no uh, beef with Amari Cooper. Odell Beckham and Brandon Cooks. That's it. Was it Dang, history of the NFL? All good. They're all good players. Brandon Cooks, I think, gets slighted because he's bounced to many teams, but he's been a very good wide receiver. Um, Everywhere he goes. Yeah. Yep. So, I think JSN is a can't miss. He's the second best skill position player in this draft. All right. So you're saying that Mr. Stud could be walking out with the best two skill position players without doing yep. much. Without doing, yep. Ways. I get what you're saying. And then he leaves the guy who traded for those picks, Mr. Hitman, Mr. Hitman, with the two quarterbacks still at three and whatever he wants to do later. So, and then, yeah, so Hitman does okay because he gets, he could just wait. Yeah, he's waiting for Caleb Williams anyways. I don't care. Yo, well, he is. But if if Stud ends up taking JSN at two, Hitman could take the quarterback at three, and then he can still do his thing, and he really wins because he got those three picks. And That's true. All the dogging. But I digress. We've talked enough about that trade. Um, do you want to talk about that trade, or you want to save that for Tuesday night? We could save it for Tuesday night. Then sign us on out of I will sign us out of here. Well, everyone, thank you for all for tuning in. I had a fun time. 
Tim, thank you for joining me on the Roto Slappers. Talking rookies, baby. 2020 through 2023 or 2022. Three years of them. As we said, saw some studs. We saw some eh, some miffy players, some guys we thought would be better, some guys that got hurt. Um, wide receiver was loaded in the last three years. That has been the position of just strength, I think, for rookies um, for the last few seasons. Eh, we'll see what, how it happens. Moving forward, we'll get into rookies a little bit more later. That's all. That's a mood point right now. But anyways, yeah. So thank you for joining us on the Road to Slap for Saturday night. I had a blast tonight. Um, if you didn't, go subscribe below. Bloodline Network, go right now. Hit it. Go hit it. Don't waste any time. Don't say I'm going to do it tomorrow. Don't say I'm going to do it later. Don't say, yeah, maybe I'll get to it. No, not right now. Go do it. Hit subscribe. Get it over with. Call it a day. And then watch all of the great shows. I don't know if you realize yet, everybody, but every single day on Twitter, we post something. There's a post. These are the shows that come on. It is literally like a TV channel with golden entertainment. This could keep you entertained all day, every day, all week. That's how good it is. So subscribe. Go follow the, the Twitter page. Tim, what's the handle? It's right there. The Bloodline. E-N-T. See? There you go. Go follow that. Go follow Tim. You want to tell him? Sure, I'll do my DMD again. The Tim King Show. D. No, I'm just kidding. The Tim King Show. All major audio platforms on YouTube, all over social media. But I don't really care about the all major audio platforms and on the YouTube. The Tim King Show live and in person right here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Pretty much all week, whenever I can. In Life Street Side, check out all the major shows tomorrow. Circle of Debate, the flagship. I think 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. The flagship, baby. Check out our president, Ivan De Niro, the director, Chris, tomorrow, 2 p.m. I think 2 p.m. If not, I'm not sure. But it'll be live and in color right here. Bloodline Entertainment Network Streets. Thank you for hosting me, bro. I had a blast, dude. Dude, I had a good time. It was fun. I love diving in all these rookies. So it was a good, it was a blast. Thank you for joining me. Um, And yeah, follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to the network. Watch all the other great shows. We'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) 